0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostess. And we have with us Voice of Reason here to talk about all the stuff, all the stuff. He started already when we were backstage on all the stuff, and then I had to stop him because it happens every single time. And now we've brought him on. He wants to talk to you about everything. Aaron Matthews, hello. Welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Sonia Brown, we got in the backstage. Purple Princess Race and vaporized Vaporized Jell-O.
1: It's one of my guys
0: so vaporized jello would that be like before okay Uh, we're not even getting it. it's it's okay we got a lot to cover tonight maybe we'll get back to that one baby dj aka dana you guys welcome to live it's very good to see you obviously voice of reason welcome to the show i'm so happy to have you here and we're just gonna jump right in so backstage we were talking about your change in content so you so you were telling me that you kind of gotten away from the conspiracy stuff the jfk stuff and and uh, like 9/11 and all of that and you are leaning more now towards a more scientific versus biblical or the way they collab together approach is that am i correct right. in saying that
1: yeah well said very good yeah so <laughs> the uh when i started on tiktok i had this idea uh, i'd be the certified conspiracy theorist the idea like mm-hmm. let's make conspiracy cool again try and bring some like uh, honor back to that genre cuz i'm I'm 44. I grew up on like uh, uh, Bill Cooper and then obviously early Alex Jones. <clears throat> and so obviously they were already starting to make conspiracy very taboo. And I thought if we had legitimate information and, and kind of edit it in a slick way, we could kind of bring it back. Well, I was wrong. They shut my account down. I don't even, I can't even put really the conspiracy theory logo. we sold a bunch of shirts, but people at- associate my work with conspiracy and because the system has so thoroughly, sullied people's idea of questioning the system that immediately I'm like discredited so I just uh, I, I'm on to what I would say is a bigger conspiracy which is okay. the nature of this reality and kind of the bigger picture of what's going on and as I've been researching it um, basically everything we were taught at least I believe I don't know for sure wasn't there like a disclaimer we were going to put at the beginning of this that like this yeah but I was the- just-
0: you're fine. I was just I was just going to wait, and then I was going to pop in here. But yeah, we do have a disclaimer, you guys. The Live is for entertainment purposes only, and our podcast is an opinion-based podcast. Please do not take anything that we say or do as fact or fiction. We encourage you to go and do your own research if you have any questions on the subjects that we're going to be covering. <clears throat> but we are not professionals. We are not doctors. We are not politicians. We are not specialists. Scientists. We, are not, we are not scientists. We are not anything. We're not religious leaders or anything of the above. We are just podcasts. That has an opinion. Don't ban us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, continue. Yes,
1: just a guy and a girl talking about. Uh, yep. You know, I'm going to talk about the fairy tale book. It's funny that I keep getting banned on TikTok when I'm talking about what everybody says is a fairy tale book and a sky daddy. So I'm like, how? How is that misinformation if it's make believe? But so sky the, uh, daddy's
0: my favorite though. I I know. I hope that people never stop using that. I gotta think he get a kick out of that. I, I do.
1: Uh, I uh. Okay. I'm not as excited oh. about it, but, but maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we'll get into that because like, maybe. like I get it from a standpoint of making them look ignorant, but nowhere in the Bible does it say that God is sitting on a cloud with a harp. You know, he's outside of space time. So like uh, the analogy would be in Mario uh, Mario and Luigi are talking about their creator and they're like, Oh, he's a guy in the clouds. No, he's like a Japanese guy on the earth in a totally different reality. So uh, God is a sky daddy. I would say is misinformation.
0: Okay. Definitely miss him. I just yeah. think it's funny. I, i always thought God had a sense of humor and I guess that's kind of what I rolled with. Yeah. If I were but... him, I would, I would think it was funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I think clowns. he does. So with, uh, interesting that there is this attack on the idea of believing in God. And I have, uh, as it going, shifting from like purely conspiracy into more like science theology conspiracy, okay. um, it's it's we're treated the same way like oh you believe in the bible you're an idiot you're you're ridiculous you you don't understand the science like the indoctrination is is very thorough i know you know that and we'll get into that more in a second but Mm -hmm. one of the things in this indoctrination is you can't question the system not just the medical system uh, not just the governmental system not just the media but science like what what we were taught nasa for example can't question nasa you can't question what the james what like you just you got to believe the official story and so Basically, the conspiracy that I'm on with this is that everything that we were taught is wrong. And that's not news to you, right? Would you say that largely right. we've been fed a, a line? Uh, I think our, our whole lives we have. From we have. It, it yeah, starts right, right, right in school. So mm-hmm. I guess going a little bit off script, um, sure. I, I assume as a little girl, you were put in school, right? I imagine you went to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, you went to school because why?
0: because my parents told me I had to,
1: right. I was why, not, I was never fond of school. Right. Neither was I. We were like contrarian back then, but why, mm-hmm. why did your parents think it was the right thing to do to put you in school? Have you ever thought of that? That's what,
0: that's what they were told by, I'm sure the town, actually it's probably our church at the time. Cause we were, so we were raised Catholic. So Ooh. that's what, you know, all the church folk did. Angie Powell, thank you so much. We love your face and thank awesome. you for being here. Um, we were church folk. And so that was just and we grew up in a small town and that was just kind of the natural progression of things. But what I'm going to ask you, I kind of want to counter this question before we get away from it, though. Like, so you didn't like school either. Were you not the super greatest in school?
1: Uh, I actually was a good student, uh, really? dyslexic and neurotic. So I, it was, I was real fidgety and ADD. Right. But I always had good grades. Um, but I uh, in high school uh, just knew that it wasn't for me. So basically it was get out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, I was a snowboarder at the time. I had a clothing company. I was like, I I know I don't want to go to college and go down that route. So I just knew I had to get out of as quickly as I could. But yeah, no, I, it, it was, um, I remember having this discussion with my mom that I felt like I had this light in me and I would go to school and they were just blasting me with a fire hydrant, just trying to put out my light constantly. And my mom got it. Thankfully she was like, she was pretty contrarian too. So, so she got it. Um, so, okay. You said the church, uh, which Catholic, that may something we get into. Uh, I would love to get into sure. what I would call a false flag attack on God, which is Catholicism, not to offend any Catholics. Maybe we'll get to that later. But more covering Catholics. We're fine. Okay, good. So uh, the it was your parents that put you in school, mm-hmm. their parents put them in school. If you follow this okay. back, you end up with John D. Rockefeller. And you've researched this, I assume, or maybe seen my mm-hmm. videos on it, the General mm-hmm. Education Board and Compulsory Education. So, raising
0: w- workers, not necessarily people. Right. They were raising people to be workers. Yep.
1: Right. And and because at the time they were agrarian, the people were agrarian. They had uh farms and they were self sufficient mm-hmm. and multi-generational farmers. Well, John Rockefeller needed employees because he knew that he was gonna make they were going to make a widget for a dollar. He was going to sell for $10, but he needed a lot of widgets made. So he created the, well, actually, Eugene Mann uh, was, a, 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 sorry, Horace Mann was a big part of the compulsory education system. But mm-hmm. John D. Rockefeller took that. Uh, his uh, business partner, a guy named Frederick Gates, wrote a book called The Country School of Tomorrow. And in this book, he said, the only way we can get the children to come work for us is if we force them to go to school. And it's not going to be the first generation, second, third, fourth generation. Eventually, they're going to forfeit their country agrarian life and come and basically work for us. And so back to your parents and everybody that, that forced them to go to school and then, then to go to school. Well, at one point, it was actually uh, the parents said, we don't want the state to to educate our children. We want to educate our children. There was like a fight about it. Well, now you fast forward 100 years. It's like I'm going to homeschool my kid. And people are like, you can't do that, right? It's the opposite. They're mm-hmm. like, you have to put them in this indoctrination camp." So you go to this indoctrination camp to be taught to make widgets. When you were going through this indoctrination and you were just a little girl that trusted the adults, the parents, the teachers, they're bigger than you. They know, right? For all of you as a kid, you don't know. They don't know. They start telling you about how you got here, how the universe got here. And what did they tell you? What's your best recollection about what they told you about the nature, of reality, and what you're doing here? So
0: we, we like I said, we were raised Catholic. And so it was always the belief that God created adam and eve and the earth and that's how it all kind of came to be that's there was no like when we got into the big bang theory that never resonated with me at all and it still doesn't to this day i mean and i've researched it a lot but i'm going back to i asked your wife you were good in school because i kind of was the same way as you like i struggled mightily with the things that i was told and i can remember this from a very young age and i know a lot of people that i bring on the show have the very same recollection of everything like they were told this stuff in school we all went to school we were told this stuff in school and we would question it, and then we would be uh, punished basically for questioning what with, what we were being taught, or we would get right. bad grades or whatever. So all of the free thinkers that I have had on the show, they all had the same experience in school, and that's why I was curious about yours. Um, but yeah, back back to what you were saying with with the indoctrination. So do you do you believe that that's starting to kind of? shift and we were kind of talking about this backstage too like now with when when the vid happened in 2020 a lot of people opted to start keeping their kids home and you're right it is a fight now Um, and everybody's fighting whether over school choice
1: so uh i was going to go a different way with what you were taught that was surprising to hear and i'm glad to hear that i do think there is uh i mean if we're getting into the vid and, and the paradigm shift that's happened uh i do think that a lot of people have been forced awake by what has happened and they've had to try to reconcile uh, what they believed was a system designed to protect them. You know, we celebrate the 4th of July, which is our independence. You know, we go to the school to to learn, we go to the doctor to stay healthy. You know, the government protects us. The religious person brings us closer to God. This is the reality that we were in. And 2020, uh, 2020 changed that for kind of everybody. They were like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, I don't, the doctors are making us sick and the uh, religious person are driving us away from God and the education system is making us stupid. So like people are trying to reconcile this and there's so much cognitive dissonance. And I think this is why uh, the term misinformation has been thrown around because I think it's like people are waking up and like the system's there with a hammer and like knocking them back out, get them to go back right. to sleep. Be- and then, right. and if you do wake up, we have to be very careful about what information we gravitate towards because there's a lot of misinformation out there. There really is. And so we have to be discerning. We can't just go, well, we distrust the system and then jump on the whatever conspiracy. I mean, that uh, there's been a lot of conspiracies that have been proven wrong. So we have to be discerning. I think people are trying to reconcile this. I think people are trying to get back to a more agrarian life, which is um, encouraging for sure. But I, I don't think people are really willing to admit what they saw over the last couple of years. I think they're more like, eh, that was just a fluke. Everybody go back to sleep. And now we start to see, uh, the, the new, uh, medical incident kind of coming up, we start, we're sort of, I, I don't want to talk about these things too, cause it's controversial, but we're kind of starting to see it again and everybody's going to have to reprocess this information. Um, but did you want to say something on that before I go on to the indoctrination? No, okay.
0: Nope. You keep on going. You're doing great.
1: So, um, with the standard answer to the question that I would have had with you is that, uh, they were taught there was a big bang and, X amount of billion years ago and then the universe created itself and then the earth for whatever the universe created the earth. And then uh man, it, it was, is an evolved mutated chimpanzee, whatever. And we're taught this paradigm. And uh, when you research it, there's, there's not a, uh, there's, there's much less evidence to support it than you're led to believe. And so as a little person and you're filling out your book and you're filling out the time frame of, you know, when we evolved this and when the universe that we're just kind of taking it on trust by our educators, that it was accurate. And the research that I've been doing is like somewhere between it's all anti-truth, uh, not believable at all, or best case scenario, kind of a mish of, of truth and and non-truth. And, and and where I'm at in my research is, is basically that in order for us to truly serve this system and be complicit and accept, because what we're in, we're in a, we're in a, uh, a system based on consensual servitude, meaning <clears throat> they prefer that we just accept it. Um, and the best way to do that is to socially engineer us to think in a certain way. And and the way that this thought is, is that uh, there's no, there's no meaning to life. There's no point to this reality. We're just here and we trust the authority. And the, if, if we were taught what is really going on with this reality, I think it could give us a chance to actually Make some meaningful changes because what we do right now is we go well. We're upset. Let's vote for the next guy. We'll get the next guy, and right. it'll change some things. We're upset. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. But the real root of the issue, in my opinion, is that uh, we're made in the image of God. We're made in the image of the, of the Creator in a created universe, and there is an enemy of God. I mean, the Bible talks about this. And to be clear, if anybody doesn't know my work, I'm non-religious. I don't go to church. I believe in the Bible. Um, but I think that largely the religious system, Catholicism, charismatic Christianity is a false flag attack on God. But So I'm not talking about religion. But Jesus says that you can't serve two masters. Uh, you'll serve one and hate the other. So you can't serve God and money. And so I believe that they basically had to convince us through pseudoscience and misinformation that there is no God in order for us to serve the system.
0: So I, d- I want to follow up with this really quick. So I want to talk about the Bible really that's a conversation that we have quite often and i had a kind of a controversial stance when it comes to the bible again i was raised catholic which means i was raised balls deep in um the bible in fact i still have it it's over there uh it's an old ass i've
1: never heard balls deep in the bible before
0: (laughs) very balls deep in the bible yeah Yeah. (laughs) write that one down um we're gonna put it on a shirt so (laughs) please don't strike me down with light. look i I am fairly confident god's got some kind of sense of humor here
1: I mean, but I I'm sure I struggle down. with the Bible.
0: Weird. I hope so. I struggle with it because after specifically after 2020, I've never been big into the Bible like I there was a time when I knew it pretty much inside out. Now, not so much. But when 2020 happened and I started to see and it's this is when I started waking up to everything that was going on. And it really started with big pharma. That's where it started. And then it went even further into the news. And then I saw how like, I started going into Russia, and everybody hates Russia, and all of a sudden I had to stand back and be like, why has Russia always been our enemy, and, and really dive into that, and learn that that was kind of maybe not so much true. So I struggle with the Bible, because I have a theory that, um, kind of like you said with religion, I feel like religion was weaponized by man, and it was created by man, and then weaponized and used against the people. We're going to get more into the Vatican um, tomorrow night, but do you believe that the Bible is 100% the word of God or do you have have you thought that possibly over the last well just like your video with Adam and Eve right so we might not be that old right however many years has it been changed and manipulated to drive an agenda I believe in God I pray to God I meditate this isn't me non I'm not a non-believer right I struggle with the Bible
1: well it would be in pretty impressive and show some serious critical thinking uh, that you could go through a Catholic upbringing and indoctrination and not just be a total atheist it's uh, the conversion rate from Catholicism to atheism is unparalleled oh, and, it, and sure it, and you under, you can I, understand why because it's like it's yeah. not about the Bible and it's mm-hmm. it's about hats and power and working with the king and control I mean if you research Catholicism and the Dark ages which I don't know if you know this or not but the actual dark ages that's actually fake mm-hmm. news did you know that no yeah didn't happen
0: oh my yeah, yeah. Look it I'm up. Gonna,
1: okay. Yeah. I'm it's look not, it it's ages. not a thing. Uh, but what, 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 what the dark ages were was a very, uh, agrarian, uh, peasanty farmer, self-sufficient society that okay. didn't really need the King. Right. And so, um, what happened is the, the Catholic, there was a Catholic priest that actually came up with the term dark ages and he was referring it to Art at the time, he said there wasn't good art and music coming out, so it's dark. That's why, but and it stuck. But what they needed what? is they needed the dark. Yes, yeah, is legit. Like, if you look it up, it's crazy. But I'm gonna look, we, we know about problem reaction solution, right? We know about false flag mm-hmm. attacks. So, what was the result of the dark ages? What philosophic uh, endeavor came out of the dark ages, or what was the response? And that's kind of a broad question. The age of enlightenment, you've, you've right? heard about the age of okay, so basically. We had the Dark Ages, and so we were rescued from the Dark Ages by the Age of Enlightenment. This is the historical narrative. Well, okay. at that same time, because it was peasant and and there wasn't a it wasn't a booming you know industry uh, you know based economy, they introduced central banking. This is when they introduced central currency and currency control, yep. uh, more centralized religious and and power and control. Uh, and so this is why they say we got out of it. In addition to that, they came up with this new philosophy or ideology called materialism or philosophic materialism. And so basically what happened is because the Catholic Church was doing really bad things. Again, I don't want to offend Catholics. If you're Catholic, I apologize. I'm not attacking you, but I'm talking – the the institution. Um, They weren't letting people read the Bible. They weren't teaching people to read, right? They Actually, there wasn't a lot of literacy at the time so gutenberg uh and his group they found the but they got the bible and they read it and they were like holy shit this isn't at all what the catholic church is teaching they were like paying for forgiveness of sins and there was all this other stuff going on so they they had an early information war they took the bible and started printing it getting it out to the people and that uh caused the lutheran reformation and the separation from the church and then you know kind of the the beginning of the end of the catholic church anyways as all of this was happening Uh, The world was becoming more and more upset at this religious control system that was going on in Europe. And so the Age of Enlightenment was the rescuing device out of the Dark Ages, out of the Catholic Church. And it was a philosophy rooted in explaining this reality aside from or antithetically to the God of the Bible. It It was the whole point of it. It was a philosophy. They basically said that Catholic control is bad. This whole this time was bad. We have to explain this reality without the God of the Bible. And so the Renaissance, you've heard the term the Renaissance before? Yeah. It was the Renaissance in science. And it was this new way of trying to interpret this reality with the, with the Bible being, basically being invalid. And you can understand why, because people were upset with religion. Again, they weren't upset with the actual Bible or Christianity or Jesus. They were upset with Catholicism. But this pushed this Renaissance and all of the Darwin... Huxley, uh, Lyell, Hutton, Einstein, Stephen Hawking, Richard Dawkins, Michio Kaku, Neil deGrasse Tyson, every every one of these scientists that's telling you how we got here. They're using this age of enlightenment philosophy of science, which is totally secular, anti-biblical science. And the thing about it and why you want to bring it up is if you've gone through 2020 and you've realized that you've been lied to, like... It amazes me talking to people that they'll go, yeah, I was lied to about, like you said, pharma or medicine or the food or education or the government. Like we could talk about all the different lies, but we can't because we'd be obviously we'd be in trouble. But, but then you say, well, what about uh, evolution? And, you know, being that we're just, we're, we're meaningless. We're in a meaningless universe and we're just mutated animals. They go, no, that's science. You can't question that. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Well, when you research it, I'm telling you, the actual science points to the validity of the creation account of the bible being accurate and this whole narrative that we've been fed is misinformation and this is why i'm doing this series like a couple couple examples or did you want to interject before i keep going no i'm okay. i'm
0: just soaking it all in my guy you're okay. doing great
1: so um when einstein was alive and he came up with einsteinian physics I'm gonna break something on your show. On, you may hold
0: on, hold on. Einsteinian physics, that's the best that they came up with.
1: Well, it's I've never Einst, heard of Einstein. Ein, like, so you got Newtonian physics, which Newton yeah. believed in God, gravity, and these kind of things. Einsteinian yeah. physics is space-time matter. So Einstein, this is people are gonna love this, is a shill. He's the doctor F A U C I E of the of the time. And and like, mm-hmm. think about like in the Bible it says you'll know a man by his fruits. Einstein, everybody's like, Oh, he's great. He also built a hydrogen bomb. Like he built mm-hmm. nucle- like the reason we're a nuclear. Well, if you even believe that, I mean, it might, he might, he might've just been literally like a, a puppet or like a, uh, you know, something that they needed, like a guy that they needed with cool hair to put their ideas behind, whatever. But right. his science sucks. It's space time matter. It's, it's not, it's not real science. That's the video I have queued up to have you play real science is having to, d- it's funny in religion, you hear about deconstructing, you have to deconstruct from Christianity Real science is deconstructing from this philosophic materialism because it does not in any way answer what we're doing here, how we're doing here, what consciousness is. It has no answers for it. turns out it's just a very effective device to control people. So Einstein, when he was alive, he believed in what's called a static state or a steady state universe. There's no beginnings. It just has always been. So okay. when uh, – uh, uh, what was his name? Um, Hubble. And then the uh, Jesuit priest who came up with uh, Charles Lemieux, the guy that came up with the uh, big bang uh, theory, Einstein said this idea was abominable. He didn't want there to be a beginning. He wanted the universe to have always existed because if there's a beginning to the universe, what does that sound like? The Bible, God. first words the Bible in the beginning. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so, so basically he was like, Einstein's like, no, it has to, is always, it has to have always existed. And they're like, well, no, there's a the beginning. And he's like, this is abominable. I don't like this idea. So, the Bible said there was a beginning. The Bible said the universe was expanding. It says God stretches out the heavens. So they find out the universe had a beginning and it's expanding. And you start going down the list like I did in my uh, in the videos. They say, do you know who the uh, Carl Sagan is? The name uh, scientist Carl Sagan. He used to do the show Cosmos. Real stuffy no. British guy. Billions <laughs> no. and billions of years. He was like, uh, if you oh. could either watch like, saturday night live or cosmos depending on where you're at in your intellectual space or whatever but anyways he would he would just get on and rip god carl Sagan said forget jesus the stars died so you could live you're all just stardust have you heard that we're stardust
0: i have heard that yes that do you think that's
1: do you think that's science
0: that's no i don't
1: do you think they went and got the stardust and analyzed it and said <laughs> well yeah that's what I man's have- made out of
0: I don't think we've ever been to space. Like I, yeah. I—that's where I met in my grade awake, Okay, if we, we were, and that we can—we don't have time for that tonight. But we don't have time for that. I don't—I don't think we've been. I don't think we've been out of the firmament.
1: Yeah. Well. So, and maybe we do. And we'll do a flat the show another time because I. <laughs> this is going to be offensive, what? and I apologize. I think it's a psyop, and the reason I say that is, oh yeah. Oh. I, it, so, but to clarify my stance, I don't think we went to the moon. I don't don't think think, I don't think we had the technology, but we had the technology to make it look like we went to the moon through media and this NASA government, you know, co-op thing that happened. But I don't think we went to the moon. And I think the bigger point is that NASA is lying out of their teeth about the people don't think about this. NASA is a theology at this point. Look at how they're talking about the James Webb telescope. It's going back to the beginning of time, billions and billions of years. NASA is telling you what to believe. It's a religion. So what they're right. doing is they're lying to you about the nature of reality. I think space is real. I think it's potentially mm-hmm. like most likely a globe, although I'm what's called a romantic geocentrist. I think it'd be really cool if we were in the center. I'm not saying we are, but it would be a cool idea., okay. but what what they do, is just like we've seen other conspiracies radicalized and then marginalized. I think I think honestly, people I'll break this on your show. I think flat Earth is NASA and Disney. I think it's misinformation. You, oh yeah.
0: I wonder because Disney was involved with the moon landing. Somebody said in the comments oh, yeah. so we did a whole we did a whole Flat Earth, never been to space show and, and we dove into Walt Disney. Walt Disney was tied into all of that. Oh yeah. and I don't mm-hmm. have I don't have a theory one way or another on the earth. I haven't decided. And that theory right. obviously changes as more information comes to light. But I well, I'd be curious to hear. I'm
1: not and surprised. so and for any, any of the globe or Flat Earth, the whole discussion, honestly, this conspiracy I'm talking about, the shape doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. I just mm-hmm. think that we have to be careful because it, like v- basically what they've done with this whole Flat Earth thing is if you question NASA or you question billions of years, you're a Flat Earther. You're put into that bin immediately. And trust me, as a guy who's a conspiracy theorist and an intelligent design advocate and a globe Earther, I deal with it all the time. I had a guy tell me that I'm going to hell because I tell people that the earth is a globe. So like, I get it from both sides. But anyways, I think it's a real easy, low-hanging fruit for them to basically radicalize and make the information extreme and to put everybody into a flat earth bin who questions them when the truth is kind of in the middle. You can't trust NASA, and it's probably a globe, likely a globe.
0: Can I follow up with one more question before we move on then about it? Is that
1: okay? Oh, yeah, please. Interrupt so, me, remember.
0: Okay. The no, flat I mean, earth just thing call came...
1: a timeout, tell me to shut up, <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, that's right. I'm I'm already Whistle. interrupting, and you can interrupt me too. That's how we roll here. But so the, the whole flat Earth thing, we've done a couple shows on it. it. It does go back to the Bible because the Bible talks about the firmament, right? So what is your answer to that? Because that's where, like, I think the meat and potatoes of the flat Earthers—that's where a lot of it comes from—is that they the, it was the in meat? the Bible and they're changing it in order to fit a narrative because right. they're trying okay. to remove God from society.
1: So the meat and I didn't expect to go on this tangent, but (laughs) to your viewers, I'm sorry. And you're welcome, whatever. So um, the meat and potatoes of flat earth is people are suffering from system trauma. Okay. I don't know if I need to say that again. This is so important. People are like we said earlier, they're waking up and going, holy shit, they're lying to me. They've been lying to me. I knew they were lying. I knew they were lying to me. The earth is flat. It's more complicated than that. They're lying to you. Yes, they've been lying to you. They're hiding God from you. They're they're hiding your true nature from you. They need you to believe something totally erroneous about this reality in order to control you. And it's easier just to go, yeah, it's flat. That's what they were lying to me about. Well, what I'm saying is that if we actually wanted to get out of this, like, okay, you believe in flat earth. It's not going to change anything. We as a group believing going back to believing that god is real and that we are made in his image and that these people that are running the system work for the enemy of god and calling that out that's the way out of this not just having a flat earth parade or whatever okay so as far as the firmament goes uh in hebrew the word is rakia Uh, rakia means barrier and it's really hard when you interpret it from hebrew Uh, talk about the bible being misinterpreted it's easy to read in english and different translations different words whatever but basically, the first time it's used, it's used. It's, it basically says barrier. It's a protect. Okay. It's an invisible protective barrier. And once that's established, that it's the barrier, it's referenced later and explained a little bit clearer. It's like molten glass. It's it's translucent. You can see through it. It's invisible. There's some references to it. But if you look at, if you actually look at the composition of the Earth and what protects us, we have the atmosphere, the stratosphere multiple layers of, uh, basically air, which provides friction. So when a meteorite comes in, it burns up. Um, a way to think about that is like, if you're in the water, you feel a bit of resistance, no big deal. But if you dive off the diving board into the water, you feel that there's actually water. There's a resistance. You come from space in, you hit the atmosphere. It's going to be like hitting water and it's going to be, there's going to be friction. So there's that barrier. But the bigger one people need to realize is the magnetic field the magnetic field is an invisible barrier that is protecting us from the radiation of the sun. And this thing you can see right through it. You can't see it. And it protects us. You only see it with the Aurora borealis. You've seen it. You've seen those pictures from space where the radiation's okay. blasting it. So basically talking about biz- biblical cosmology, there is an invisible barrier that protects the earth from space debris and solar radiation. I mean, what else are you protecting the earth from? And that would be, in my opinion, the atmosphere uh, and electromagnetic field. So I get the firmament argument and it's like the the Bible. Well, we have to be discerning because there's metaphor, there's uh, historical, there's accurate. And you have to kind of understand context and understand where it's being more romantic and what metaphorical. But, yeah, we have a barrier. And that doesn't mean that the earth is flat. The Bible also says it's a circle uh, in Isaiah, the circle of the earth. And then in Job 26 It says that God ends the horizon in an inscribed circle where day and night end. And if you look at the Terminator, where the, as the earth is, if it is spinning or whatever, you actually have a circle inscribed where uh, it ends. So anyways, uh, if you're a flat earther, I just pray about it. Look into a beast, you know, understand this, that when you say the earth is flat, you're the, 97 percent, 98 percent, 99 percent of the world is going to immediately just say, it doesn't matter what else you say from now on. I can't trust a, say- a single thing you say. Okay. And that's scary because we want people to believe what we're talking about. It's like the government's bad. Pay attention to what you put in your body, so on and so forth. It's like, but but now it's like it's a way to make us look uh, untrustworthy. So anyways, could be flat, could not be flat. But either way, the bigger conspiracy is the nature of reality, in my opinion. And I would just encourage people to be just just think about it from the outside. What does it look like? Especially if we're wrong. I've had Christians say the Bible says the earth is flat. Well, if you say the Bible says the earth is flat and it's not flat, you've just invalidated the Bible. Hmm. So now who's behind this? Who's behind this? If there's an enemy of God and he has spent countless years and resources getting people to disbelieve in the Bible. I was talking about the theory of evolution and the big bang and all these things Mm -hmm. with flat earth. If people say for sure the earth is flat, the Bible says so. And then NASA pulls out. I don't know what anybody would need to see right now, but they prove that the earth is a globe. Then basically people go, yeah, we can't trust the Bible. And then if you look at David Weiss, I've had, he's played a couple of my videos on his show. Um, He's a new ager. He's not even a Christian. So just, yeah, you guys, there's some flags there. So you just just need to be discerning, but okay. Back to, or did you (laughs) want to add anything to that? No, no, this is,
0: I appreciate, no, I appreciate you talking about it a little bit because like I said, I haven't made a decision and I'm probably not because at the end of the day, kind of like you said, I mean, it matters because you want to know, but there are other things that probably matter more like big pharma, like paying attention to what goes in your body, like paying attention to what's in your food and making sure you're reading your labels. But I was just kind of curious. You were the first person that talks about all of this kind of stuff that was not a flat earther that I've had on the show. So I was curious to hear your pen, and I appreciate you bringing it up. I want to go back to the Adam and Eve stuff. Now, I duetted this video. I did watch your series, um, and I went—I actually watched a ton of your videos. I went all the way down Thank to you. some old ones, too. You're you're welcome. I hit Thank the you. like and share button, too. I got Thank you. you.
1: Appreciate it. But
0: um, I want to talk about the Adam and Eve. So I duetted the video, and people were very, very interested. And essentially, the theory with the Adam and Eve is that at the end of it all, we are all related. Is my, oh, yeah. Did I understand that correctly?
1: I love that people gleaned that out. Like I, a lot of people talking about that and that really excited me because mm-hmm. we are all, literally brothers and sisters. If this theory that I'm talking about is true, we're no more than a hundred removed cousins, a hundredth time, removed, whatever you'd say cousins, which is unbelievable to think about. So mm-hmm. the system uh, going back to like the bigger lie and why we have to be discerning and why I think there's a bigger conspiracy than the shape of the earth. The system wants us divided. Yeah. Yep.
0: Absolutely.
1: Left, right, white, black, gay, straight, believer, non-believer, whatever, any possible abortion, not abortion. You know what? Anything they can get us separated about, uh, they're going to and make us hate each other. Because if we're fighting each other, who are we not fighting?
0: The government and the system and the swamp the and the system. lizard people.
1: Right. And the lizard people, lizard people side up too. Side note. Uh, but yeah. And, <gasps> yeah. No! Mm-hmm there's a little bit of truth here's the thing about it there's a the information comes into us uh, almost like a like the light spectrum right you've got like infrared and ultraviolet there's a band of information and there's anti-truth truth and everything in the middle okay so the reptilian okay. thing david ike pushed this i love david ike's mind he's traumatized by his religious upbringing so he disowns the god of the bible which if you do this And that's your starting off point. You're going to have a hard time getting the right answers. That's it. Like this, this, this logic follows. If God is real and you refuse him into your equation, whether it's who the bad guys are, what the shape of the earth is, how we got here. If you've punted on the idea of God of the Bible being responsible, you're never going to get the right answer. I'm not great at math, but I can just tell you if one of the components, one of the exponents, whatever in the formula is wrong, you just, it's always going to be the wrong answer. So where does David right. Ike go wrong? <clears throat> Brilliant conspiracy mind. And the truth about the reptiles is, and not truth. Uh, l- let me just take a step back. This is what I believe. Sure. I don't know. But this is what I believe. Almost 30 years of research, 26 years of research in this. And also loving David Ike. And every time he said reptiles, I'm like, ugh. Um, the serpent came to Adam and Eve. I blew that. Satan came to Adam and Eve in the garden as a serpent.
0: A serpent, a snake. Yeah, right. a serpent.
1: Snake, and then in the end, he's a the dragon. of revelations is all mm-hmm. he is associated with a reptile, whatever, however that works. In the serpents and so, in the
0: church, like they had the serpents in the the churches and Catholic the- Church. Yeah, yeah they of Okay, yeah, they kind of took that on, yeah. which probably helped the theory. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry,
1: it, it is crazy how it ends up all connected together. But so the truth of it would be that uh, this this elite controlling ruling faction. Has a reptilian component, but only in as much as when the devil came to the earth, he was embodied as a serpent. And there's reasons for that scales, you know, on, being on their uh, being on their bellies, um, forked tongue. I mean, you can understand there's reasons to it, but the bigger the bigger conspiracy. And I'm going to read this really quick as far as who the serpent is. So so basically the idea is the reptiles are the bad guys. They run the show. Well, if you know the story uh, of Jesus and Satan. The devil it says in uh, Matthew four that Satan tempts Jesus says the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He shall give angels charge over you. uh, And so you won't be injured. Basically, again, the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. So this is a big deal for people to understand. <clears throat> the devil runs the world system. This is in the Bible. He took Jesus up to a high place and said, if you worship me, you get to run the whole world system. How about that? That's a good deal. And Jesus is like, no way I wouldn't do that. The, the premise that's this that this sets is that the devil is running this world system. He doesn't run the earth, but this socio-political economic system right. is ran by the devil. And the devil in the garden was a serpent. So again, it's not that it's anti-truth. There's a nugget of truth in there. But then we turn it into oh, the reptilians. They're aliens. They're this other thing. They're from Andromeda strain seven. No, mm-hmm. they're henchmen of the devil that's running the system. And it, even in Genesis, it says that the seed of the serpent is at battle with the seed of the woman and the seed of the woman is the Jewish people. And they've Jewish people have been you know, uh, obviously like so many times they've ended up genocide and put in uh, prison, uh, slavery and all these different kind of things that have happened. So the seed of the serpent is. Can be misrepresented as aliens in reptilian form. Partial truth, but it also makes us sensationalized. And we go, Yeah, I think there's a controlling system. And they go, Oh, the reptiles, the reptilians. And it makes us look stupid.
0: Okay. okay. That makes sense. Like, cause I get that a lot. Like, lizard people is one of my favoriteest things to talk about. Um, again, I don't have an opinion either one way, but it is, it is fun to talk about. And we kind of, it does tie back to the aliens. And I have a theory that you're almost kind of naive if you think that we're the only life form out here whether the right. earth is flat or round or there's space or there's not like we can't be the only thing that can do what humans do out here so but that that would make sense with with it being making people look crazy and part of like the the conspiracy theory and how that whole term was coined got tied in with you know the people on the streets holding the signs that the world's gonna end and so on and so, on. so, so that makes
1: sense. this is like the fifth thing that I know we we're gonna talk about but I gotta cover it really quick okay. So the idea let me show you how deep the indoctrination, the indoctrination of this anti-God of the Bible, uh cosmological scientific view that we all have. You just said it's impossible that there isn't other life on this um in this universe, right? People say that. That's based on the idea that life just happens. We believe this because this is what okay. we were taught. Life just fucking shows up. Whoop life <laughs> uh, there it life. is there it is and okay. when you w- back to other like scientific predictions that the bible would have made that really upset the scientific system something called abiogenesis which is where did dna come from when watson and crick decoded that dna is information it destroyed evolution and philosophic materialism because it, dna which is what you needed at the beginning is information Okay, information doesn't come from non-information, period. I don't care how long the rock sits there, lightning hits the water. Literal information, computer coding isn't going to come out of it. Okay, life doesn't just happen, but they've taught us that it happens because of their lot, their lie about what we're doing here, this anti-God, anti-creation lie. And as a matter of fact, we could look it up. The last origin of life study that came out where they said we've built life out of the primordial ooze. They did it with uh, geothermal vents. And guess which scientific organization is the one who did the study? NASA.
0: I was going to go with NASA or the, um, I don't know what, one of the three-letter, four-letter agencies.
1: NASA. NASA, the space agency, is trying to create life in a geothermal vent. Google it. Anybody that's watching the show, NASA Creates life in an origin of life study. What is NASA doing, flying people into, into the moon or whatever, and also trying to figure out how we got here? What, what what is the connection? It's it's a religion. That's what it is. So the 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 the, the potential truth is. Let, I'll just go forward saying that the truth in my paradigm that I'm 100 convinced of. I could be totally wrong, but in my truth, in my reality, God is infinite and can create a universe out of nothing. He's not gonna. He's not worried about wasted space. Okay, if the universe had an end. As we started generating these telescopes and looking out there and we found the end, that would change the whole game. Oh, but shit, shit, the universe ends. That's the end of it. We're in a video game, which I think we're in. That's right. kind of where I was going to go with this. There's the end of the universe. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up what? What would you think? You think that we're what? Yeah, we're, I think we're in the Matrix.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard that one too.
1: Yeah, video So game. like it's a video game?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. The Matrix was a documentary. That's kind of where I'm at. So uh, we can get back to that in a second. But so basically... The universe has to be infinite because uh, you can't find the end. Or the whole ruse of this test of this reality would be up. People don't realize this. They like they're all the time on TikTok. They go, "Prove to me God is real." Well, no, God, in an amazing way, created this reality in such a way that you have to choose to believe whether He created it or not. That's pretty impressive. I challenge somebody to build a car, and be able to go. Well, that could have happened naturally. Or somebody designed it that would be very hard to make a car like that now make a universe and people and the stars and also he got into great lengths to remain semi-anonymous because he wants us to choose to believe in him so we have to choose one way or another and this thing that's going on with nasa is basic oh i was talking about the let me expand the universe that infinite space doesn't mean that there has to be other life because in that equation it means that life happened randomly here therefore it would happen randomly somewhere else but the thing that people don't realize that's programmed literally programmed into their subconscious mind is that life comes from non-life and that's not All right, science. go ahead
0: how how does how does life com- come from non-life though like how does it come from well,
1: man. right right okay so what okay. i'm saying yeah. is that we believe because because at the deepest levels, again, you're a little girl in school and you're learning about this reality. Granted, you had the Catholic upbringing. So at, at some point you learned about evolution. I don't know where, but most people in elementary school, they're filling out the book 600 million years ago, this and 300 million years ago, this and the dinosaurs, this and man, this whatever. You what you forgot this whole timeline when we were monkeys or when we were chips as we evolved, whatever in this scenario. The only way for this unguided process to have happened is it had to start with an unguided process. They're not teaching you that God started this evolutionary process. They're teaching you that the earth created DNA, basically. And so this idea of life showing up on the earth has to have been a random occurrence. And so when you say there has to be life out there, the inference there is that life happened here accidentally, which means it is probably going to happen somewhere else accidentally, which actually means if life did happen here randomly, the universe should be teeming with life. And it's not when the aliens show I'm, up here, they like sneak around. They're like,
0: hey. man, I'm betting on the aliens at this point. I'm just
1: Ooh, what tired for? of it
0: here because I don't I don't know. We're just kidding. But but why couldn't God make another species on another planet Then at that point?
1: He could, but he didn't write it in the book. OK, so check this out. You said, no, the, no I, get the, the, I get that.
0: I get that. Okay, yeah, go
1: ahead. It's an little book. This is really heavy. Again, not where I thought we were going, but hopefully, whatever, hopefully this is all right. So, okay. The aliens, have you ever heard of the term panspermia?
0: No, no.
1: This is what Richard Dawkins believes. This is what the ancient aliens believes, the ancient alien theory. What it is, is that aliens put DNA on the earth. It's called panspermia, meaning that it came from another uh, planet. So the idea is that, some intelligence not god because we can talk about aliens but not god brought a life to this earth and started it so in this paradigm that dawkins believes ancient aliens believes the movie you remember the movie prometheus I've um,
0: never no
1: never, so the story of the prometheus the movie which prometheus is another word for lucifer that's a whole other conversation but in prometheus the guys go he goes looking for the designers the creators and they're the aliens right? and there's a scene in prometheus where the alien comes to the earth And goes in like breaks it apart into the water. And that's where the DNA comes from. So in this narrative that NASA is also kind of pushing because they're going to find extraterrestrial life, they're saying that the aliens are our creators. They're the ones who brought the DNA to the earth. Right. And then the next narrative that they're teaching is that, like you said, the aliens got to come and help us. The next one is that because of climate change and because of instability and because of how terrible we are as people, we are ruining the earth. And people are saying the aliens need to come and save us from ourselves. So in this NASA theology, you, ha- you have a creator, aliens, and you have right. a, a savior, aliens. So instead of it being God, it's aliens. And there's a good possibility that what we know of as aliens are demons.
0: And Now, somebody had said that in a comment, and that is not the first time that I've heard that. I've, I've heard that. Uh, I've heard right. Oh, because
1: if, you, if you've if studied history, you're familiar with uh, Jack Parsons and Alistair Crawley's Babylon working uh, thing they did, right? You've heard about that? no sir so uh alistair crawley and jack parsons this gets so interesting sorry to the cop people are in here like the, just whatever welcome we, to the, what
0: we left i didn't set any expectations for any of this we left it wide open that's usually how it goes so sweet
1: you're, so yeah, uh sure. jack you could t- take a note or look into this whatever jack parsons who's the guy who created martin marietta he's the guy who came up with the solid state rocket engine he was dead by 37 the band Love and Rockets was named after him. There's a book named after him called Sex and Rockets. He was a rocket scientist, mad scientist, the prototypical mad scientist. And he was friends with Aleister Crawley and they were doing their Oro Temple Oriolanus uh, rituals, Babylonian sex magic. And in their ritual of, it's called the Babylon working, look it up. There was, uh, they, they, in their it, terrible, like really weird stuff they were getting into, but there was an explosion in the room And he uh, Alistair Crawley drew the entity that came out of this Babylon working and he called it lamb and it's an alien gray. And it was the year of the Roswell flap. It was the same year just prior to Roswell and all of the UFO stuff that kind of started it. Another thing with the aliens being demons, they come at night, right? When nobody's looking, they do sexual things, hybridizations, they get women pregnant. This is the incubus and succubus story. If you've researched history, and mythology, the incubus and the succubus, and you got to be careful because they're going to get you pregnant or whatever. Um, they do the same things which that demons have always done. The and they claim to be God, they claim to be the savior. And interestingly, and you're not. This is a lot for people to swallow, but um, people that have been ritually abducted have stopped abductions by telling the aliens to stop abducting them in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Really. Look it up. Hundreds I've, and hundreds I've of testimonies.
0: Not, it's crazy. I've never, ever
1: heard So that. it's like, yeah, I've been to the, the aliens. They just came and they keep, they abduct me and they do all these things and they go in the name of a Jewish carpenter who lived 2000 years ago. You have to stop. And they go, all right, sorry.
0: But we're just going to go. Let us take our we're out of here now.
1: Ooh, sorry. You said that you said the, <laughs> the buzzword got to go. So <laughs> anyway, it's just, it's complicated. And, and in this reality, like uh, I would say it like this, how much time do we have? Just like 10 more minutes. Um, I would say it like this. Okay. If the devil is real, you remember the movie, The Usual Suspects, and right. at the end of it, Kaiser Sose says, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Okay. Right. The, in order for the devil – it's like right now we are fighting an enemy that we refuse to believe exists, and we refuse to believe this enemy exists because the book that tells us about him we have basically forfeited through philosophic and scientific materialist science, and in this scenario – if the devil's real, God is probably real too, and that sucks because so many people are suffering from religious trauma. Catholic, Jehovah's Witness, uh not to call everybody out, sorry. I guess I'm going to go shotgun approach here, but Mormon, uh you know, LDS, whatever, like evangelical, charismatic, their dad was a pastor and was abusive and blah blah blah, blah all these things. So what happens is you grow up and your parents are teaching this thing about God and they're like shitty people. They're terrible people. They're misrepresenting God. Or you have to go to the church and you hate it or whatever. and Everybody's a hypocrite and you know it. And then you go to university because you have to go to university because you have to, sh- you have to go through this rite of passage where you're forced to be promiscuous and uh, you know, end up with a bad diet and be further indoctrinated to get a certificate to be employable as a cog in this world system. And in this university experience, they really lay on evolution to you. You believed in God? You were lied to. Your parents are idiots. You believe in God? You're st- they gaslight you. You be, like right. you could believe anything you want to. But believing in the God of the Bible or that the Bible is allegoric, is isn't, isn't an allegory, it's real. That's the that's like the number one taboo thing. And 85% of the people in this country believe in the theory of evolution, which means that 85% of the people in this country believe that we are mutated animals, mutated chimpanzees. They got if you look ch- check out a couple things here. God created the universe. Okay, the but the the world system says that it was an explosion. Okay, if I create something, that's probably antithet- antithetical to it exploding. Right, like one's one's creating, one's exploding. Big difference. Right. There. Um, God said that he created it with an intention. Science says it was an accident. Uh, going back to the Adam and Eve thing uh, the science says we're stardust. God says we're made of the dirt, which turns out we're made of the dirt. Well, guess what? If we knew we were made of the dirt, we would understand we're vitamins and minerals, and we need to keep our soil fresh. And we need to, you know, make sure we get uh, magnesium and potassium and all these things in us. And we, we would understand that we have gut, we have bugs in our gut and on our skin, and we need to have a good gut balance. We would understood health a little bit better, but instead we're believing this nonsense, whatever. And then, you know, the Adam and Eve thing, the, the Bible says that this was created 6, 8,000 years ago, whatever, 6,500. Well, we believe millions and millions of years and death and mutation. Again, the system teaches you is it was mutation and, and uh, dying and like all the survival of the fittest. And you're just an animal. You need to get, you need to be promiscuous and consume. They're teaching you this methodology that's just antithetical to what the Bible talks about. And so as we like uh, are consuming all of this information and trying to figure out what happened here, In my opinion, if the devil runs the system, just like it says, Jesus was taken to a high place and shown all the kingdoms of the world and said, if you serve me, you'll you'll be able to run the system. We forfeit even understanding who the enemy is and the solution of believing in God. We forfeit on those two entire things. And meanwhile, we're fighting over the shape of the earth and uh, left, right and white, black and all these things. And the system is having a heyday, especially if they work for the devil. He's loving it up. He's loving it. Oh, cool. Because when Jesus said that, I want this is like the last. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get so preachy. I'm really not normally this preachy, so whatever. I've been researching the Bible; we, it's like really heavy on my mind.
0: We don't apologize here for stuff like
1: that. Okay, well, okay. I get it. Like people have religious trauma, and I want people to know I'm not uh, like a that kind of Christian. I just believe in the in the book uh, very seriously. So Jesus says, uh, "You can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and money." and because god has been removed from our reality we serve money we literally serve the system because we've forfeited on god in my opinion and to me that's the biggest conspiracy and this is where like when i'm doing this research and i'm finding out eve was made from adam's rib god could have said he she was he, she made from the dirt he made man from the dirt right. why wasn't she made from the dirt the rib regenerates it's the only bone in the human body that regenerates the bible is shown valid you know god says that this was 5 to 7000 years ago Check this out. 50% of Europeans are related to King Todd. I'm gonna say that again. 50 per, Google. Anything, anybody that questions anything I'm doing, Google everything I've looked up, I've said that. 50% the King of Tut. Europeans. The, yeah, Akhenaten. 50%. How is that possible? This is something like, and it just changes everybody's paradigm. They're, everybody's like, wow, we're made in God's image. We're not an accident. Wow. We're all related. We're literally cousins. Yeah. Wow. Another one is like, people are like, well, this is incest. And I'm like, well, what did you think that people, I think people really believed that man was evolving all around the world. humans were evolving and we're all just a different kind of humans. I guess that's what people believe. I'm this kind of human. And you're like, of course there was, we're one human, we're one species of human. So of course it would be incestual. But now let me ask you this. Would it be better to have incest and copies of copies of the DNA of the first human who was a mutated chimp? Or would it be better for that DNA to be the first DNA made by God in the image of God as a superhuman? Adam lived 900 years. I know people are going to, whatever, that's what it says. If we're going to go copies of copies, that would sure be a better genetic strain to choose from than a mutated animal. So, the. Uh, if we understood that we are made in the image of the creator in a designed universe, we would we would much stand a chance. And I'll finish with this. In the movie The Matrix, Neo was a problem. He was a huge problem. I think he might have destroyed their Matrix world or whatever. They tried to stop him from the beginning. Once they realized, he became sentient. Once he realized, if in The Matrix, if they have an education system, and obviously I'm speculating here. But they're teaching all the little matrix people who are actually in a pod and just producing you know, widgets for the system, whatever. What do you think the education system would have taught the children in the matrix? They would have said, random universe, there's no point to this. You're just a mutation. You're worthless. You're just an animal. You think they would have said, hey, you're made in the image of the creator. You can control reality with your mind. No, if they would have said that, everybody could have become Neo and the system would have been gone tomorrow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, look, we've been lied to over the last couple of years. People are waking up. Please stop. Don't stop at their lying to me at pharma and medicine. Sorry, that's redundant. Pharma and uh, food and government and democracy and media. Look at what you were taught. What Literally, you were taught about what you're doing here. How it got here, what they know. I'm telling you the version they taught you about the big bang 50 million years ago mutations animals no point life creating itself it's all bullshit it's all misinformation and the system is going to let you believe whatever flat earth reptiles but try to say i believe in biblical creation and you'll see you'll see you'll see uh, what they want you to think and it's not that
0: my guy we are right at the top of our hour and uh usually at the end of the hour especially if we have a new guest i give our guests and we never did get to your video but we will we'll have to bring you back yeah now i'm curious about the video but usually at the end of the live i give our guest um a minute to say anything so if you had the world's attention for the next say 30 seconds to a minute what would you say to them
1: um wow that become really preachy really quick uh, i think i pretty well summed that up just now um I would say this, uh, we understand uh, informa- misinformation is a thing. Uh, the system is surprising, and I think you would agree with me, Ship, on this. Uh, we're realizing that truth is called misinformation, and misinformation is called truth, right? It's It's mm-hmm. like reverses. Whatever they say, you could probably go the opposite. And if you say it's truth, you're probably going to get censored. That's just kind of how this is. In the Bible, Jesus said that the devil was the father of lies. He is the father of misinformation. And he's really good at it. He knew your parents. He knew your grandparents. He knows what works. He's a liar. You have to understand the enemy that you're up against. And the bad news is the devil's real. The good news is God is real. And we need that's where we need to be thinking to have any chance of getting out of this.
0: That's perfect. No, that was perfect thank you so much for coming on we appreciate it and thank you guys all for being here and all of our newcomers for being here too we love your guys' faces uh today's friday meaning tomorrow is saturday and to segue off of all this we might as well just go balls deep into the vatican and the catholic religion why not why not let's do it we got Bannon shannon tomorrow night we're going to talk about the vatican and in-depth look we're going to wrap in the conspiracy theories as well as some truths that are put out there about it we'll kind of see how it goes but that's going to be at 8 p.m central standard time again you guys we love your faces thank you so much for being here voice of reason thank you so much for coming on keep her moving take it easy tell your mom i says hi and thank watch out guys. for deer bye guys <laughs>